here. It's chaos. Rocky, you went the distance. You went the 15 rounds. How do you feel? All right, and four. What are you thinking about when that buzzer sounds for that line? Adrian! What do you think about when the 15th round when you're coming out? What is up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Denver Sports Podcast. I am Brendan Vogt of DNVR Nuggets. On the line with my teammate, my guy Harrison Wind, also of DNVR Nuggets. Busy couple of days for us, Harrison. We got to squeeze in some movie talk, but we got a lot going on. Yeah, I'm excited to step away from the trade deadline and okay. uh, talk about some movies. I, I was excited to put my laptop to the side. Uh, shut off my Twitter alerts for a couple hours this morning and take in both of these movies for uh, for another time. It was a nice little break from a wild like 10 hours that we had. Sports movies and sports in real life, two very different things. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the, 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 the narratives of Rocky are a fun ride. The um, waiting through a trade deadline as a media member, not so much. Um so I was just going to ask you, dude, when the last time you saw those films respectively is, but I get you rewatched them for the pod. Well, I watched them both this morning. I had never seen Creed before. Me either. I'm glad you said I'm, I'm curious for your thoughts. So I had never seen Creed. I had seen Rocky. I'm not even sure if I've ever watched it all the way through. I've caught it on TV a couple times. I probably watched like the first half of it in one sitting and then maybe the second half of it in another setting. I'm not sure I had actually watched it all the way through, though, until here on uh, Wednesday morning. Yeah, I so I I also had not seen Rocky all the way through. I, I had a lot of catching up to do in this extra region of our movie bracket <laughs> yeah. for our 64 film tournament for movie week at DNVR. Um, and so I was excited to do these ones because I know about the mythology of Rocky, the character, the place in cinema history, but I had not seen the film all the way through. Uh, do you do you want to recap this one in 30 seconds? Do you want me to do this one and you can take Creed? Um, why, why don't you why don't you take uh, why don't you take Rocky? So we have an uneducated Italian man in the streets of Philadelphia who has the talent, once had the talent to become a great fighter, Harrison. Mm -hmm. um, but he threw it away. He threw it away to become a two-bit criminal working for some second-rate mobster. And so he has a chance at redemption when Apollo Creed, the world heavyweight champion, handpicks him as the next contender for his championship. They meet for a big fight. Rocky does not win the fight, Harrison, but he wins. he wins the battle going on inside of him. To, to prove to himself that he's more than just some warehouse bum and that he is a champion in his heart. How about that? Wow, he wins the battle inside of him. That's a, that's a great way to put it. You know, I could not have done that uh, synopsis justice, so I, I'm glad you you had that in you. Well, I had great. I used an extra 15 seconds, so that's, <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, how, what did you think, like, uh, what did you think of Rocky? Slap a letter grade on this sucker for your first watch through. Oh, I'd give it like a C. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I, me I'd too, give man. it a C. It's not you, good. You know, I, I was looking up just some facts about this film, just kind of browsing the Wikipedia page. Um, I believe that Sylvester Stallone made this film with like a $1 million budget. That's correct. Yeah. And it definitely seems like a film that was made with a $1 million budget. <laughs> For sure. Um, I felt like there were some weird things going on, and I kind of do want to get to this maybe a little later, but 
just the similarities between the two movies, just in some of the plot and the storylines and the fights, but also with the relationship that both of these guys are in, especially in uh, The Rock, in Rocky. The relationship that he was in seemed just really unnecessary to the entire yeah. plot and storyline of the movie. If not um, even non-consensual at times. <laughs> Their first date, man, that kiss, that is brutal. I was watching it with my girlfriend when he puts his hand on the door when she wants to leave. and He, he doesn't let her. It's a little rough. Um, it's a lot of work for us to find empathy for this relationship. And then, as you said, she doesn't really play much of a role going forward does she yeah she probably says maybe 20 words the entire movie also <laughs> he just talks over her. yeah and uh the whole thing she, uh she works at a pet store and um you know, obviously they share that but i thought that was a little just random as well <laughs> yeah, um, right. you know, so something i did like about the film and you kind of just got this from the beginning you really felt like this was taking place in gritty Philadelphia, right? For sure. Like you definitely could could buy into that whole scene, uh, just the vibe around the city, um, how he kind of lived his life and just the circumstances that he grew up and lived in. So I did like it from that aspect in terms of just kind of setting the tone in that way. It's a very rich Northeastern kind of blue collar vibe, right? Like working class, working man. And that is something that, obviously, I grew up out there. And so when you're talking about Philly, particularly Northside, or Newark, New Jersey, um, there are obviously some, some neighborhoods in New York, there's just this roughness to it. Like, I know the Serbians have um, Enot, mm-hmm. and, and the, the Koreans, I think they call it Han, right, for their, their general depressive attitude. There is, a, there is something of that category for Northeasterners. I can't put my finger on it, but it's, it's a, a, a bitterness... Um, a, a sort of anger and roughness on, on the edges, but a, a raging passion inside. And, you know, his that he feels he has something to prove to, to himself, um, let alone other people, that, that right there is just a Northeastern thing. And so I kind of get a kick out of these movies because they do, obviously I didn't grow up in Philly, but they take me home. They take me back a little bit. Yeah, it's just dirty. It's grimy. Everybody works like, a couple random ass jobs besides their their main jobs so yeah i bought into that a little i also thought it was a tale of two halves or you could even say three thirds Uh, and i say that because you you gave this movie a c and like all of the heavy lifting is done in the final 30 minutes like that the fight's pretty good obviously the great montage the famous montage of him really sort of getting his 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 routine his his training routine down but the first two-thirds of that movie, dude, I, I don't know if the boomers are going to turn this off or call me out or block me on Twitter. It is not watchable, man. I couldn't agree more. Nothing happened in the first Nothing hour and ha- a half. Nothing. We, the least charismatic protagonist of all time woos a socially awkward girl who works at a pet store. It's I'm not, not clear if she wants in. Yeah, I'm not even <laughs> sure if we saw him actually box until... Like, he started training for the first fight. No, no, no. So it, it opens with a fight, if you'll remember the film. But it it's... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After, after that first, first <laughs> fight, I don't know if we see him boxing nope. until, you know, now the, there's the two main fights. fight. Yeah. There's two fights. I thought fighting was going to be half of that movie. I was wrong. Also, the first fight, very different from the last one, which supposedly, in my uh, 
my lazy research, I found out that they train for four weeks, to, the, the two characters, to get that fight down in the end. The first fight, you can see Stallone's punches coming up like three inches short of the guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad, but <laughs> it, it picks up in the final third. Yeah, the $1 million budget for sure. Um, here's a question I had for you, though. Did you think it was just maybe a little unrealistic that he was the guy chosen to uh, fight yeah. Apollo Creed? Yeah, that was such a stretch. Like was... out of out of anybody <laughs> at that whole boxing academy, maybe they wanted you know somebody in Philadelphia because that's where the fight took place, right? Philadelphia, right? Yeah. So maybe they wanted somebody in Philadelphia, but out of everybody, they choose him. That, this, that's I know. That's, yeah, yeah. This guy who gets in, who fights. In the first scene of the movie, no one even sees it. No one even knows that he fought anyone. I think their rationale is, what it, What does he say? It's it's the Italian Stallion. It's the name. Folks yeah. wanted to believe, I think, in, a, in an underdog, Italian working class, uneducated dude. Um, I guess they were right because like a whole generation of people thought this was a good movie. So <laughs> Yeah, they were definitely right. <laughs> Maybe there was something to that. Um. Let's move on to Creed briefly. We'll circle back and kind of compare them, but I want to do, I want to spend some time hitting Creed. You know, I don't really know what I'm doing here because I, I got other plans in my life and this wasn't part of it. Your father was special. I'll tell you the truth, I don't know if he's special. Only you're going to know that when the time is right. And it ain't going to come overnight. You're going to take a beat, you're going to take this, you're going to get knocked out, you're going to get up, and you're going to see if you got the right thing. But you got to work hard. I swear to God, if you're not going to do it, I'm out. Like every punch I ever thrown has been on my own. Nobody showed me how to do this. I'm ready. I watched it for the first time like you this morning. Watching these movies back to back, dude. What an experience. Creed, Creed is the first Rocky film that's not directed by Stallone. I think that shows <laughs> Ryan Coogler, mm -hmm. the guy who did the Black Panther directed this one um and a real commitment to realism right so not this myth heavy kind of like slapstick whatever thing rocky was it's here is a day in the life of a boxer right they got real boxers to to play his opponents um he spent months and months getting ripped for this training himself to box so that the choreography would look as realistic as possible they paid for every, they stepped up for every royalty fee. They had the HBO logos on there, the Tecate sponsorship on the ropes. I mean, they committed to um, not some sort of like campy Rocky film, but maybe, maybe the best hyper-realistic boxing film ever made. Yeah, well, that was a great contrast because we were talking about how Rocky really looked like a $1 million film. This, you know, from everything you were saying, the sponsorships, they had that uh, scene where they pretty much had a custom pardon the interruption segment yeah. that was taped about uh about Creed. Yeah. But um yeah, even the storyline what was pretty believable, you know, from the start. Um like so Adonis Johnson who who's the main character, the uh son of Apollo Creed's serving time in a uh detention center when uh kind of Creed's widow visits him and, and takes him in and then he's fighting in Tijuana and he ends up resigning from like a financial company, I think. 
Yeah, they kept it vague. He got a promotion yeah. and he turned in his, his resignation. Yeah, he, it looked like he had a, a six-figure, really nice job that he resigns from in an effort to you know, chase his boxing dreams and uh, you know, follow in his father's footsteps. And then, um, yeah, eventually he goes out and tries to hook up with uh, Rocky, his dad's nemesis. And, yeah, eventually they train together and uh, – he he meets him at Rocky's Italian restaurant, which was named after his uh, widow, Adrian, who, who we just spent some time on, which I thought was a really cool touch. And um, yeah, it just kind of goes from there. It's hilarious how much like more depth there is to Rocky's character in this film than the Rocky films itself. Um, you know, a lot of it, I think, like Stallone's acting is considerably better in Creed, but and I and my understanding based off my research is that they were in production this film right around the time that Stallone's biological son passed, which I think was in 2012, 2013. So I think it was an emotional performance for him. But, you know, one that kind of went from this goofy Italian socially awkward boxer to this um, really emotionally damaged guy who is really struggling to find meaning and purpose in the final third of his life, especially without his wife, who we just mentioned really represented that for him for so long. You know, the, the, the three fights he had were really a small part of his life and a, and a small part of his legacy. So I, I was really, like, my first observation was I am I find this version of Rocky to be so much more compelling. Yeah, so much more compelling. And, and what I really also <clears throat> liked about Creed and the relationship that Rocky Stallone had with uh, Michael B. Jordan is that it was such a contrast of like old school versus new school. Michael, mm. like Michael B. Jordan in Creed is just kind of the, the new up and coming fighter, you know, the latest training techniques and whatnot. Sure. And yeah. then he hooks up with Rocky who has him chasing around roosters in his backyard. <laughs> right. Right. I, I thought, just thought that was a great contrast. Yeah. He stuck to his roots, right? That was always what made him different. Um, the parallels were really good. I think it's really easy to kind of shove those down our throat. Like they could have just copied the running montage and they put their own spin on it. Um, but I, I thought they sort of handled that deli- handled that delicately, if you will. It was clearly a Rocky film in the Rocky universe, but they didn't spend every five minutes like, hey, remember that movie from 79? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of little things I noticed too. Uh, like in Rocky... There's a scene where he just cracks five eggs, puts them in a glass, and just chugs it one morning. And then in Creed, there's a scene where he's cooking scrambled eggs for uh, for Love Creed. Love that. Oh, yeah. great observation. Great I thought observation. that. I thought that was great. And then in uh, in both main fights, uh, Rocky well, ha- ha- he couldn't see out of his eye at the end, and um, that, that same thing happened to Creed. Right. Um, right. And then. You know, after the, the fights kind of happen in the same way. I, I know Rocky lost by a split decision to Creed in the Rocky movie. Was it also a split decision in Creed? That's right. They yeah. both went the distance. Slightly different um, micro scale goals. Rocky just wanted to finish, uh, but but Creed wanted to put him on the ground, right? Because his opponent had never been dropped. And so he had to prove that to himself. So he drops him in the final seconds of the 12th round, but the guy gets up and gets to his feet on the 10th second of the countdown. So, um, you know, he finishes the fight technically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they both got their girls in the ring after kind of same, same scene there. Uh, So 
I felt like there were just a lot of little similarities that, that kind of popped up throughout the shorts as well. Um, yeah. Creed is gifted uh, the same shorts pretty much that his dad wore in the Rocky movie, you know, ahead of that last fight. So I thought that was cool too. I think the internet tells me Stallone insisted that he wore those. Cause it, uh, obviously uh, Apollo Creed wears them in the first one. Then I think Rocky wears them in Rocky two. And then again, in one of the subsequent sequels. So that was a touch to sort of keep the universe intact and pass some tradition along, which I liked. I thought that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the, um, the way they took the theme from the first movie and adapted it and, and, and reshaped it for uh, like telling that same story through a slightly different lens. You know, we had the Italian working class, uneducated underdog, but now we had something we had, there were a lot of themes of like, you know, we had a young black man who didn't know who his father was or where he came from. Right. Um, who was battling, this war of perceptions over who is he, where did he come from? What was the up, what was the upbringing, right? That the the widow takes him in and it looks like he's this rich guy with who's had a spoon in his mouth his whole life. But obviously we know that's not his background. Um, The way the neighborhood kind of embraces him in Philly, the way they did Rocky, but it has a different touch on it, obviously. Um, And just the, like the, the subtle hip hop elements. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with all that. I, I, I liked how the story developed in Creed, and uh, whereas in Rocky just seemed very bland. Um, I had this in my notes here. Uh, going back to Rocky, in the final fight between him and Apollo Creed, just that entire scene, like Rocky takes uh, 15 straight jabs, I think, right to the face. And yeah. Then- and then uh, Rocky's first punch of the entire fight knocks Creed down. I thought that was kind of interesting. And then um, the 15th round, he makes his trainer cut his eyelids so he can see. Mm-hmm. And then goes, if you stop this fight, I'll kill you. I thought that was a great line. Yeah, love that one. <laughs> there were just a lot of little things in the fight I liked. The fight was awesome, man. The fight ruled. Uh, do you want to... Well, actually, I just want to stick on Creed because one last point. I thought part of what made Creed uh, not just like a good Rocky movie, but I think a great film standalone in a vacuum, the fight scenes were incredible. Yeah. And I'm sure all over this bracket, we can find a lot of examples of one of my biggest issues with sports movies is there's a lot of films where it's like, all right, this is cool. And I like the actor, but he clearly has never played baseball, basketball, football, etc. And it's really hard to kind of mimic and fake that action. Creed's commitment to a hyper-realistic depiction of boxing, the way Jordan actually trained, the the choreography is incredible in that climactic fight. And it's far more entertaining than most actual boxing matches I've seen. Oh, oh, for sure. And and maybe that makes it a tad unrealistic because there's just like not that much action for sure yeah in some uh in some boxing matches good point but but i would agree um like you can tell michael b jordan trained for months and months and months and months for this role and took it super seriously and um yeah i mean he looked like a boxer you know if you ask me if i never knew who michael b jordan was before watching this movie probably say yeah that guy you know, he might have been a professional boxer at one point. Strong agree. And so I think ultimately these films are kind of 
like you have Rocky, which is the character, the mythology transcends the film itself. It has a place in culture that is more important and more impactful than the movie is good. Creed is the opposite, right? I think few folks are going to grow up with that character, right? Or ever think about that character outside of those watching those movies. But the movies themselves are really, really good. And and I think far and away the best movies in the series. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got a couple more just funny observations from uh, Rocky just because there were more of those in that one than Creed. For sure. Um, but so let me see here. There's like a couple scenes in this that like I was talking about earlier, just classic gritty Philadelphia East Coast stuff that maybe I'm not sure actually happens. Like the scene where uh, I think it might be walking home from the bar in the and beginning. Scatting on the corner. <laughs> yeah. There's 10 guys Yo. on the corner around a fire in a trash can. <laughs> Just singing. Just scatting. I was thinking, like, yeah, man, I'm pretty sure if you did that in North Philly, you just got shot, like, really quickly. Uh, yeah, so so that was hilarious. And then um, when they're at the ice skating rink, when he takes her to the ice skating rink, Rocky is the worst, like, negotiator ever. Ever. Somehow he uh, he settles on ice skating for 10 minutes for $10. That is hilarious, dude, which back then is so much money. Because he makes, he makes $40 for winning his first fight. <laughs> he spends right. a fourth of that on, for 10 <laughs> minutes. So apparently, going back to your $1 million budget, apparently that they were supposed to shoot that in a populated rink when it was open. It was uh -huh. too expensive. So Stallone <laughs> rewrote it so that they come in when it was closed. Which oh, I love. man. The worst negotiator negotiator ever, man. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, Creed's budget, $35 million. So, yeah, slightly different uh, ballparks there. Yeah, you um, can tell. You can tell. All right, I've got questions for you. Just compare these films head to head. Who is the better protagonist, better character, Rocky or Adonis? I'd have to go Adonis. Hmm. I, what about uh, you? No, go ahead. Well, I, I was, I don't know. I just feel like you find out so much more about Adonis than you know about Rocky by the end of the movie. Well, well that <laughs> is definitely true. I think, but you know what, though? I chalked that up to um, superior writing and directing for sure. Definitely. Um, but the character, I will give this one to Rocky because the character of Rocky is as we hit at the top, someone we knew about long before we saw the movie. So in that sense, he has a place in, in culture. So I'll give the nod to Rocky on that one. What is the best fight in either movie? You know, like technically speaking, um, definitely, you know, the uh, Adonis fight at the end of Creed. But sure. I enjoyed the uh, Rocky and Creed fight more probably mm, i like this take just just from a, a personal standpoint it was just way more entertaining to me all those cliche like underdog narratives they're just hitting so hard yeah. like when the music comes in you're just like why am i emotional i don't even give a shit about this guy <laughs> so funny i agree with you though the the clearly more um work was put into the second fight but the the former's better so here's a question this is purely hypothetical and fictional now who's the better fighter well, these are different weight classes, but if they fought head to head, who wins? Man, this is tough, but I think I might say Rocky because that guy has a steel chin. 
True. That guy has an unbelievable chin. He can take <laughs> punch after punch. <laughs> I think he took 15 jabs yeah. in a row from Creed. Beginning of he the gets fight. hit so many times. He doesn't even try to block his face. Yeah, he just eats it every time. You are right. I will also take the guy who's washed and has never gone pro and takes his first pro fight against the world champion and goes 12 rounds. There, I think there's some inherent talent there. Man, Rocky, we, we spent the first two-thirds of the pod just dumping on Rocky, but it's three for three so far. Um, okay, this last one, though, I, th- I think I know where it's going to go. Better movie, Rocky or Creed? Oh, man. I mean, like, if I had to watch one of these movies again, it would definitely be Creed, for sure. Not even close. Um, yeah, I think it would be Creed. I, I don't know, man. I enjoyed both of them, though. Uh, Rocky just has the nostalgia. It's sure. a classic. Creed was a really good movie. It's not a classic, though, like Rocky was. So. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. I'm torn. I'm torn. It's a really good point. You're 100% right, because we can't dismiss the fact that, like, however poorly Rocky has aged, it it's still Rocky. It still is what it claims to be in, in people's hearts and minds. Creed does not have that place in culture at all. In fact, I kind of forget about it all the time. Mm. But it's so good. Like, I, I would... I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, it was over and I was ready to put the sequel on, but I had to figure out if trading Malik Beasley was a good call or not. (laughs) Um, Well put. Two of my favorite lines in either movie, they both come from Rocky, believe it or not, even though I I find the writing to be somewhat suspect. Um, Best line, his trainer, Mickey, they're yelling at each other, talking about how the guy in the ring is a fighter, but Rocky's not, and he says, You know what you are? You're a tomato. And I don't really know what it means, but I love it. I uh, love it. So R.I.P. Mickey. So good. Those characters, man. Those characters in that Rocky movie were just Philly through and through. It's so good. I, oh, speaking of which, quick quick circle back to Creed. What did you think of Tessa Thompson's City Girl Philly accent performance? Oh, um... Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not, I'm not. I found it a little distracting sometimes. Yeah, I'd give it like a uh, five out of ten up at, at, at best. Ooh, wow, good call. But the character is like four times the character that Adrian was. Uh, well, I, it's tough to really consider Adrian much of a character. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good point. I was watching that with my girlfriend. That's my second girlfriend flex in this pod. She was distraught with that character. She could not believe. It's a seventy-nine baby. We've come a long way. Um, yeah. another great line, not so funny, but actually serious. And I think is, uh, like a part of the subtext, like a sub theme that floats over this entire series. The bartender says to Rocky when the bartender dunks on, uh, on Apollo and, and Rocky's not having it. And Rocky says, well, what are you doing? He took his shot. He took his shot to become the champion. What have you ever taken a shot on? And the bartender says, sorry, if you're not happy with your life, Rocky, but I've got a business here. I do not need to take a shot. And um, then Rocky storms out and he goes, fine, you want me to take a shot? I'll take one. And he pours a shot of whiskey. I, it, it pops up in Creed 2, which we're obviously not covering in this podcast. But these guys have these motivations. Why do you fight? Um, and, and these are different motivations than the outside world think they are. And, you know, there's just something about like in the second movie, Rocky says to to him in the uh, to Adonis in the beginning, "Why do you really want to fight? You don't have you have everything to lose now. This guy doesn't have everything, doesn't have anything." And so I just think that those kind of like ideas 
Um, why are we doing this? Why do we push ourselves in pursuit of greatness? And do those who are most capable of that, like those who are obsessed with it, um, and, and my mind goes to to the late, great Kobe Bryant here when I say this, like, to, to, like, to what extent is that healthy and, and how much have they lost perspective on, on life holistically? I just thought that was kind of really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And when it comes to boxing, you know, boxing out of every other sport is one of the most primal for sure. Mm. You know, it's just two men in the ring, blow for blow. And, um, you know, it's got a lot to do with just self-belief and, and persistence and, you know, just getting in the ring every day and facing the fact that you might not walk out of the ring. Right. Um, so it's just like a lot of that kind of stuff too. Uh, pride, determination, why are you doing this? And I think both characters, you know, we're doing it for themselves, but uh, doing it for their name and their respect. So there's a lot of that in boxing too. That's a great point. And one thing I, I was surprised, not so much in the first one, but the second one, I was surprised at the lack of pushback, at the lack of characters trying to, to, to tell him like, hey, you don't have to do this, you know? Uh, particularly his his essentially foster mother, um, the widow of of Apollo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, I think we're it, man. I think we're we're in the final minute of our thirty minute podcast here. What do you think of? I'll just leave it at this. What do you think of Rocky and Creed as a back to back feature? Back to back feature, watching them one after another. Yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, it's how I, I'm glad. It's got, I'm glad that's how I watched it. Just because yeah, you same. could see the direct contrast between them both. They're so different, uh, yet they follow a similar story in a way. And I thought that was probably the best part about talking about these two films. Well said. Um, I'm sure you've seen Rocky by now. If you haven't, you can skip the first hour. If you haven't seen Creed, (laughs) get on it. It's worth your time. This has been a special edition of the Denver Sports Podcast. Make sure you check out uh, our Movie Week bracket. We're down to the Sweet 16 now. Um, So by tomorrow, it'll be the Elite Eight. So follow us on Twitter to participate in those. Make sure you subscribe to the Denver Sports Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, however, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you next time.